Welcome to a haunted episode of Bacon Sale. Dun dun dun! Ah. <laughs> that was spooky. That was spooky, Jacob. Uh, Jake, we still have 15 seconds left. Uh, you have to keep going. No I, no, I don't. I just have to say something, and then Joel normally mocks me, but I don't know what he's doing right now. He's letting me down. I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Vegas, everyone. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. And we have a special guest with us today. We do, Joel. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? Greg, welcome, Greg. <laughs> Thanks. Greg Anderson is with us today. He is our special guest because today, what are we talking about, Jacob? Haunted houses or attractions? We just learned right before the podcast started that maybe I've been calling haunted houses the wrong name. So Yeah, basically I spoke up and I was like, hey, tell me all about haunted houses. You work at a lot of haunted houses? And then you shut me down. I was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I actually have worked at haunted attractions for a long time, though. Oh, but yeah, just snap. like we were talking about, uh, most people call them haunted houses. And really... I've called them that for a long time, too. It was really, honestly, until recently, and I'm telling you, within the last year that I started calling them haunted attractions, uh, I had a chance to go on a haunted house, or excuse me, see, I can still say it, haunted go. attraction tour uh, this last year across the United States to see a whole bunch of uh, really, really famous ones. And when I would tell people I'm going to see some haunted houses, they're like, oh, cool, are they really scary and, and are they fill, filled with ghosts? I'm like, no, people pay and go to these. You're like, like, no, there's usually oh, a chainsaw oh, guy haunted at the attractions. end. I'm like, you. oh, yeah, exactly. I guess they are. They're haunted attractions. Or if you really want to get really old school, we call them spook alleys. Spook, spook alleys. See, I, I saw a really pretty ghost the other day and I was haunted, attracted to her. Oh, come oh, on. Really? Haunted, we're going to start with that. There we go. <laughs> but before we get into the meat of the show, before we get into the meat of the show, first of all, we want to thank you all for your feedback on our Tim Burton show last time. Uh, I was actually surprised about how much feedback we got on that. A we lot did of get people a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of hated the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, wow, everybody likes it. That, that's good. surprising. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling me a good drawer. Yeah, I was very impressed. I have to say that on the air because great job on that, Kent. Thanks, buddy. We are going to be talking about haunted attractions and escape rooms, yes. uh, which uh, Greg is affiliated with and has experience with both. But before that, we're going to get to a couple of things. We're going to get to know Greg a little bit. Yep. So, Greg, we have a couple Hi. questions for you. We ask these of every guest that come on Bacon Cell. Sure. <laughs> Meaning you're the second one yes. to hear these questions. <laughs> we decided okay. he's well, like the sixth. Well, one. here on Bacon Cell, <laughs> we do like a we do versus shows where it's like Kent and I will battle something out, and then Jacob tries to be the mediator in that. And we just want to know where which side of the fence you lie on a couple different subjects. Oh my! So starting off with. Which is better, Karate Kid 1 or Karate Kid 2? Hmm. You will have to have seen both of them. You know, and, I, and, I, and I have. And, right. you know, I'm, I'm really going to go... I'm going to go with number one. I, you know, yeah. I, I think that that's where I need to stay. Right. I mean, where else? Or anything, that's Joel. where I learned the wax on and wax off. And I've yeah. just lived my life like that since. Yeah. You, <laughs> you've lived your life following wax on, wax that's off? That's right. You know, and there's hasn't. things to that's bring into advice. your life, things to let go. <laughs> you good know, advice. you see what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, there, <laughs> there's there's going to be six of these, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> which is worse, Star Wars Episode One or Star Wars Episode Two? Oh, two. Yeah, so far far this is going my way. Yeah, I'm not really into the show anymore. Greg, we'll see you later. Well, Joel invited me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see how it is. (laughs) Um, Okay, which is the more America movie, Rocky Four or Independence Day? You're losing Mm. this one, Joel. I'm going with Rocky Four. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. All right. Hey, we're friends again. All right, <laughs> doesn't take much. Hey, that that speech. 
You know, I oh. mean, when you, when you can win over Russia, when you're in Russia, oh, I mean, that speech I mean, hey, when the I president could, of the United States if says, I could change, if I could change, we celebrate and you could change. Independence we could all change. We could all change. I think my speech just won just now. Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? It's a Halloween movie. Yeah. <laughs> We're tied. He did not even tied blink two on that. Two. He has thought of that before. You can tell. I've been asked that one. Yeah. I've, I've pondered and that. And finally, this will be the tiebreaker then. Okay, I can't wait. Here we go. Which is the better TV show? Buffy, The Vampire Slayer, or X-Files? Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> I have all of the seasons oh, going on DVD my at my house. Good and night, everybody. This was a great turnaround. <laughs> I think we can end the show right there. Pretty great. No. Although we could probably end with a Disney one. I think we should throw that in there just for fun. I would, oh, right. I would quit while you're ahead, kid. Okay, yeah. Let's stop there. <laughs> but the reason I was going to say, the reason we brought Greg on was because he and I, you would go back, we worked at Haunts together. Uh, he yeah, actually he got me to be able to work in my first hunt ever, where he I got to substitute for him while he was gone. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time with it because I've loved haunted houses since I was a kid. I've been going since probably you know twelve or thirteen, and then I was able to go and actually participate like inside and make up in a haunt, and that was a lot of fun too. And I realized there's this whole world I didn't understand behind the scenes world that went on with ha- all these haunted attractions. So I wanted to bring Greg on, especially during this Halloween season. To discuss kind of the ins and outs of the haunted house, haunted attraction, excuse me, industry. So we have a bunch of questions we just kind of want to ask you, Greg, and talk to you about and hopefully educate the listener. But before okay. yeah. they turn this show off, because usually we get them for about halfway and they never okay. make it to the end. <laughs> they get annoyed. <laughs> Tell, plug yourself a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hi, I'm Greg Anderson. Uh, <laughs> hey, and, Greg. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that I have uh, going for me right now that is being... Something that's consuming my life, and, and I love every second of it, is escape rooms. Now, now you guys have all, you, you've heard of escape rooms, right? Yes. You've yes. never done yep. it, but we've heard I've of done it. one. Okay. All right. So escape rooms, These this is the new thing right now. This is, I, I call it the hybrid to haunted houses. Okay. And so my company that I, I'm part of with uh, three other business partners is called The Great Room Escape. We're located in Layton, Utah. So what we do basically is we take you and a bunch of your friends and we put you in a room and we lock you in there. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, uh, no, uh, <laughs> we lock you in there. It's full of clues and puzzles. You have an hour to figure out all these clues and puzzles to find four keys that are hidden somewhere in the room. So it unlocks the door at the very end so you can get out. You're trying to get your best time under an hour. So it, it's a lot of fun. It's something that's fun for date nights group activities, team building activities, and surprisingly, and I didn't realize this would be a really uh, a thing, but bachelorette parties and bachelor parties as well. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have so many questions yeah, about it's this. Yeah, so, it's so weird. But if you really want to find out a lot of information about it, you can go to greatroomescape.com and then click on our location, which is in Layton, Utah. And this and, is this is a franchise, though. Like, there are other places. Right. For any listener, for, for the listener who's not in Utah, if you're traveling somewhere, because we have one listener, we always talk about them. <laughs> yeah. You, you probably can <laughs> get yeah, one listener. person looking but up where, your website. where are some of the locations uh, they have Some of the other locations, uh, you'll find them in Texas. Uh, you'll find them in in Colorado and also in New York. And there are some other places too, but those are the ones that I can think of right off. But if they go greatroomescape.com, they can see all the different locations they have there. Yep. Okay. And listener, if you keep listening, we actually have a giveaway that we're going to announce at the end of this show. So we're doing it at the end. Yeah, we're doing it at the end because we're teasing it now. Great tease. Yeah. Yep. Podcasting. Yep. Uh, But yeah, at the end of the show. This is a podcast. They can just skip to the end. And this is one of our first giveaways, too. (laughs) Why didn't you tell them that? (laughs) It's like, nope, they have to listen the whole time. (laughs) Ah, curses. They foiled me. (laughs) 
But yes, uh, listen to the end, and we will have a giveaway. One of our first giveaways we've ever done. So, and it's a legit giveaway. It's so a legit don't miss giveaway. It. Okay, I do have a lot of questions about. This isn't like Joel singing songs. This is actual giveaway. Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> I do have a lot of questions about escape rooms. I but like your song. Before Joel. we get there, because yes. it's Halloween, I we just have to get into this. I have to know about your experience with the haunted attractions. That's going to be really hard to remember. Yeah. Can we just yeah. call them haunted houses and just let you, you, give us a pass okay. on this the, show? The pass has been given because most likely I'll say haunted houses before we're done. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, okay. Can I call them spook, al- spook alleys? Let's if you that. would, please. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, spook you, houses are good too. I like yeah. that one. But yeah. I mean, these have been around a long time. Like I, I've been going since the mid nineties and I know it, it was, they were a thing before that. Like at Lagoon, you have, you know, the terror ride and, and uh, Dracula's castle and things like that. But walk yeah. through spook alleys. Do you know like the history of them by chance of how long they've been uh, around? Well, a little bit about that. I mean, really, you can really say that haunted attractions, haunted houses, spook alleys, oh, they've really been around since that first time you decided to scare your little brother or sister, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, the first time you decided to put on, you know, some, you know, put on costume or something like that, that's where a haunted house really started from. But if you did go back with the history a little bit, you can take it back into the 1800s, and some of the origins actually started uh, in Europe with uh, actually uh, wax museums. Oh, makes sense. I've seen that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, House of Wax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with Vincent Paris Price. Hilton. It was just... No, no, no. <laughs> no not the remake. <laughs> I'm How kidding, people. You, I'm sir. kidding, kidding. Joel's a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. She is my cousin. Oh, well, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but then, I mean, you, obviously, you haven't been in the industry since the 1800s. When did you get involved? I got started. We don't really know well, that, Joel, actually. I, it was still a long time ago in the 80s. In so, the 80s? Yeah, actually, 1987 is when I could say that I started with a professional haunted house. So, 87? 87. What, may I ask what haunted house it was? Sure. Uh, it was Rocky Point Haunted House. Rocky yeah. Point. Yeah. If you have been in Utah for a good chunk of your life, that means something to you. If not, it does. It still should mean something to you because it's probably one of the most legendary haunted houses or haunted attractions. Can I can I gush for a minute here? Yes, you may. So Rocky Point is the ultimate or was the ultimate haunted house for me. Like that was the one I started going to. We'd go every year, sometimes multiple times a year. It was a regular thing. And it was the end-all, be-all of haunted houses. I went to all the different ones, you know, around here. Alien Encounters. I don't know if you remember that one, like Leighton with the rap. Oh, sure. Alien Encounters. <laughs> Alien Encounters. I remember the radio commercials. Keep going. That's all I really remember. Oh, dang. But uh, Rocky Point was great. And it's just from sets to costumes, like, you felt like you were inside of all these... Di- like, you walk into the, the vampire room, and it's all creepy. And then you turn the corner, and you go into... Well, the- now, was that different locations? So which one, are you, which one are you talking about? I started about? at the Ogden Mall. Okay, you started at the Ogden Mall. Ogden oh, Mall is where okay. I started. There were two locations? There, were, there multiple. were multiple locations. Because wasn't actually, the restaurant? Yeah, it actually started in... It actually started in Brigham City on the side of a hill. Yeah. A Rocky Point. Hill. What? Uh, I guess you could call it that. Yeah. Uh, you know, the but, sign is still there. Yeah, the sign is still there. The building is gone, but they've, uh, for nostalgic reasons, have kept that up, mm-hmm. and it, it's kind of awesome. And uh, yeah, if you're ever driving through Brigham City and you see on the right hand side this big bent arrow that says Rocky arrow. Point, yeah, this says Rocky Point. Know that there was a lot. I'm of, not. There's a lot kidding. of scary things that happened there. When I say every time I drive north, north, it's like an OCD thing where I have to look over and I love to see the sign. Like I'm like, oh, there it is. There's a sign. And my kids are like, what is it? I'm like, that's Rocky Point that I never went to. I'm always sad that I'm going to drive by one day and it's not going to be there. Me anymore, too. You know, and I'm worried about that too. <laughs> so what happened to that location? So that location, they they really. Um, there's a lot of rumors that go around about it. I mean, besides it burning down. Right. Um, but the really the the fact of the matter is they outgrew the place. Oh. You know, she just um, when Sydney Neal took that over as as making that her full time profession mm-hmm. with that. Uh, it started with her brother, 
uh, Neil, and he was doing that, I believe, for the Scouts back in the 70s. You do the haunted house for the yeah, Scouts? Yeah, for a Scout. What a scout great fundraiser. Scout, leader. scout fundraiser. That's cool. Well, yeah. you know, when you have a, when you have just an old creepy building cans. on the side of a hill, yeah. what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that would fly today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, anything in the seventies and eighties flew in that time. <laughs> right. so, uh, so you know, it started there, and then Sydney she got into it and she took it over and turned it into a business. And which I'll I'll talk about that a little bit later okay. about the transitions into uh, business from artisan. But um, yeah, she just realized that. She needed more space. And so then she moved... Is that when they moved to Ogden and Salt Lake? Or did they go to Ogden first? Ogden first, I believe. And I could be wrong with this, but I believe it was the Wolf's building right across from the Ogden Mall is where they started. And then into the Ogden Mall. Could have been vice versa on that. I just can't remember. And I think his location's fuzzy on me. The only thing I really remember is that when we were driving there, I wanted... We were on like a group date thing and I was like in my early teens. And so I wanted to press the girls. early teens? Yeah, like 13. He stole a car. Were you really? No, no, like our, par- our parents were driving us. It was like the group of us, and there's girls, and I, I wanted to impress him, so I had one of those little glass vials of cologne in my pocket, <laughs> and then my friend elbowed me, and it broke the vial in my jacket pocket, and the whole room smelled like cologne, and I felt embarrassed. So well, I don't you made an impression. Yeah. <laughs> hey, girls, it's just Aquadicio. But I also remember walking up, like, I remember there, there was an escalator that was stopped, and, like, the chainsaw guy would chase you, and you have to run up the escalator, and it was, it was good times. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's, what's a haunted house without a chainsaw? Exactly. They are in every haunted house. Every single haunted house. Why is they that? Be. Why, is the, why is the chainsaw guy so successful and at the end of every haunted and house? You always think he's going to get you, even though he can't touch you. Yeah. Right, right. Well, <laughs> there, there's a couple of reasons. I'll, I'll, I'll give the technical reason, first of all. Usually they're at the end because it's probably the area that's most ventilated. Mm. Because, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a real chainsaw. Sorry, people, without the chain, that's... I, I just... Oh, I'm sorry. I just gave the that away. The threat of death is not real in a haunted attraction? I can't attraction. believe that. <laughs> but even if he is. hit you with a chainsaw with no chain, that would still hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, like yeah. hitting you with, like, an aluminum rod. I imagine they have to right. go through a pretty thorough vetting process, too, with the chainsaw guy. You would hope. Because he gets close. <laughs> you would hope. <laughs> Actually, I want to get to that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about volunteers in a little bit because I want to talk about a vetting process. But what have you done in these haunts? Okay. Probably just like anybody that gets into the haunted attraction industry, you start out as an actor to move along with what you're saying, volunteering. That, you yeah. know, you volunteer. And, that is, and that's what I started out, volunteering. And then after a while, I realized, man, I really love this. I love this so much. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing other things like playing in bands and things like that. And every time I write Wait, music playing in bands and haunted houses bands? Not no 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 I know this doesn't sound like the, 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 the whole wraparound's coming here okay. give me a moment okay. here okay, going. Uh, patience so, patience I interrupt a lot in he show. needs to watch Karate Kid again doesn't he <laughs> Karate no. Kid 2 that's actually oh, no. where they teach yeah, patience the wrong one. oh yeah. that's right oh, yeah, that was my, they, my bad with the drums <laughs> I mean yeah. I like Karate Kid 2 I guess yeah. uh, no no no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already wrote down your answers no. so it's in stone now so I, I'm writing music, and everybody's like, your stuff sounds like soundtrack music. It always sounds like you're trying to set a mood or something like that. So one day, uh, I, I call up Sydney from Rocky Point Haunted House, and I leave her a message. I'm like, hey, this is Greg. I hope you remember me. I've been acting at your place forever. I right. was but, Wolfman 3 last yeah. year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was me. Um, <laughs> Wolfman 3. That was you? Yeah, that was me. Terrified yeah, me. I know. I was more. I, was I, 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 I was thought I wet myself, but it turned out it was just cologne. <laughs> but, I'm partial um, to two. Wolfman 2 is way better. <laughs> so I asked her, I'm like, Jerk. well, hey, uh, could I could I sponsor one of your rooms with some sound effects? I, I, I just really, really, really want to get into this. Mm-hmm. Talk about being at the right place at the right time. I get a phone call back. 
my sound engineer just quit on me. Would you like to do all the sounds for the oh, entire yeah. attraction? The entire one. The oh, entire. Yes. Not Which, only not only that one. Well, at this point, she had a location on 3300 South in Salt Lake and also the Ogden City Mall. So okay. two haunted houses. Nice. Going from not having a clue to... Hey, here's two haunted attractions. Composed Good luck, buddy. No. Which I was going to say, I did talk to Ken about this. I talked to you about this, Greg, too. We're actually going to try to play uh, some of your tracks underneath this uh, actual podcast right now. So Great. Stuff you hear in the background, it's stuff that Greg made. All right. Nice. Yeah. 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 Sydney and I, we, we spent countless hours uh, designing those together. Yeah. So did it, you continue to act, or were you just like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy behind the scenes now? Did you, of course. Did you just ride with Rocky no. Point, or was there other attractions and other businesses? Later on down the road, I actually started getting into other haunted attractions. I really stayed pretty loyal with them mm-hmm. up until 2007 when they when they finished up. But um, I did a lot more of uh, production, putting a lot of sound effects together. Well, there was some things that I did write uh, and compose music too, but. A lot of it really is a mix and mash of sound effects. You yeah, know, and when, when you the, and I met, one of the things we talked about, I found out you were in Rocky Point. I totally just fanboyed and was like, this is amazing. I can't believe you did that. And you like, you yeah. really did. I did. I was really <laughs> impressed. And then you're like, and then like, you said, well, I have this. I actually wrote the soundtrack and I have it here. And you let me listen to it. And it was so amazing because that was, this was, you know, like closed down in 2007. Right. This is probably 2010 or 2011. I got the soundtrack and just listening to it, I felt like I was going through each one of the rooms. Like I, I knew it so well because we went every year. That it was so amazing to me to go ahead and like listen to all these soundtracks. It was really cool. That's so awesome. And little tidbits you give me too, like the fact that your your girls uh, were singing the the Freddy Krueger one two. Friends, yeah, my wife, my you. wife and my daughter. You know, my daughter. I think she's seven, and yeah, you know, yeah, my girl, wife yeah. and I'm. You know, and <laughs> that's the kind of family that I had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we just you know just deranged them at a young age. So. Yeah. So to, to study, you make them watch Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Yeah. Okay. Well, my my little sound. Uh, I guess my booth or whatever was right, right outside of my uh, my daughter's bedroom. Oh no! So all night long you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then she's just sound asleep. She's like, whatever. Yeah, her, she did her, that. Her but dreams though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would have been terrible. It would have been. So Joel and Ken are really familiar with Rocky Point. I'm I'm not from Utah, and I bet there's a lot of people that either are He's younger scared or by electricity and. Um, <laughs> oh. Is this running joke? Who knows? <laughs> I'm like, it's a great. I don't joke. know how to respond to that. Joel. <laughs> it died like six episodes ago, but it continues. They love it. It's, when it's, it hits it's twenty, it'll be right funny now. again. Yeah. yeah, maybe you could explain because they, t- they were talking about how legendary Rocky Point was, and I've heard that, and not just from Joel. Right. Um, but like, what what do you think built that reputation, and why why don't I get to go? Also, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really sad that you can't go because uh, it, it was it was an amazing attraction. Oh, where to start with this? Um, what set Rocky Point aside was, well, a couple of things. First thing is, and I was talking just briefly about this earlier, was the artisan as opposed to the business person. Right. And that's what she did. This is where she revolutionized, revolutionized the entire industry, is that she realized, you know what? I can't just throw up a couple of sheets here, throw some red food coloring on it and say, ooh, scary. Right. And have everybody show up over and over and give their money. You know, she's like, okay, how can I make this work? And I would say that she probably did a lot of research on this, but she was always business-minded. You know, I mean, myself, I can't speak for her, but, you know, I mean, if you start looking at, like, okay, what does Disney do? How did they make, how how, how is that Haunted Mansion so popular? Why does everybody want to go to that? Because Brigham Young was buried there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It, well, Wait, what? It, it, no, it's his carriage. No, no, it's, it's his, car- his carriage. His is out in front. The funeral carriage. You this heard that rumor? That is that is so no. not true. Just so no. It's just, that's, a, that's one of those rumors <laughs> gets thrown around. But people do scatter ashes in the haunted mansion. 
Yeah, so. that does happen. Yeah. yeah. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people really love to scatter ashes. We'll, we'll get to that, that in another button. show. But <laughs> That's a whole another show. Jacob, you have to realize, too, that Rocky Point is a nationally recognized haunted house. Like, this was one where oh, they... I mean, they Hold had, on. Back to people scattering their ashes <laughs> in the <laughs> haunted mansion. That is the weirdest crap I've ever it's heard. It's true. That's no, true. And yeah, not, just that, not just that. Pirates of the Caribbean, yep. all sorts of things. Didn't they have to it's tell people that don't do it, we're just going to vacuum it up? Yeah. Well, dropping your deceased loved ones in our haunted attraction. It's shut down attractions before. Yeah. I mean, really, it's a biohazard. Yeah, right. There we go. (laughs) So maybe to add on to this, is there something special or maybe morbid about Utah? Like why haunted house? There are so many haunted houses here, and there have been for the past 25 years. Well, they do really well here. But, I mean, you've been been around the country, too. Is Utah special? Do we have more? Or do other states have, you know, bigger fan bases? Yes, they do. Oh, really? I, I, okay. I hate to say that. I, I really be, reality check. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Reality check. Go to Pennsylvania. Go to New York, and your mind will be blown. Really? On what they do there? Well, they have other things that they can. Our state here, you know, I mean, it's like Rocky Mountains, but what we don't have here is big, huge trees and rolling hills. Ah. So why am I bringing this up? Is because haunted hayrides are huge. Yeah, really huge haunted hayrides. Yeah, you wouldn't think. That I take my be, kids on those. Not these ones. <laughs> You're <laughs> still sitting ones. on hay bells, though. Yeah. <laughs> what, a scarecrow comes yeah, out? Yeah, but when you go to uh, ones where you've got pyrotechnics that would burn down large buildings going off next to you, and oh. you go into big warehouses where the truck is usually not a tractor, but a truck, your hay ride that you're on, it's all picked up with pneumatics and thrown around, and oh, you know, big cool. creatures come out of the ground. This is what I experienced this last year. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Huh. You, you know what else Utah doesn't have? What's that? Large abandoned penitentiaries. No, we just don't have as many as we <laughs> would hope. Hey, I mean, we do have, have asi- like we do have Asylum too. 49. Yes. You know, so Which is an actual asylum. Us. But then when you get the chance to go to Penhurst Asylum, like I did, oh my. You know, that stretches that. over like, I think like 30 acres. Where's that one at? Uh, that one is located, oh goodness, let me see. Um, Penhurst Asylum is actually in Spring City, Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh, told you. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> yeah, Ken totally said that. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, and if I may, I don't know if you know the truth of this or not, but I've, I've heard, that, you know, the, you always hear the rumors about that haunted house where you have to sign a waiver to get in and that the it's a real an insane asylum and people can touch you and things like that. Is that real or is that fiction? Yes. It seems like there's varying <laughs> levels. Like, for example, right. in, in Utah, we have the Asylum 49, like you discussed. And there you go. You there's your waivers. A, there's yeah. your waivers right there. Yeah, you have to sign the waiver. And but it's not a real no, uh, basically mental they can, health facility. They can, is that the proper term now we can use? Actually, half of it is. Loony bin? Is that crowded? Half that of it is until this year. Oh, okay. They actually moved everybody out now, and now it's a full haunted attraction. Really? It was actually creepy because we did a a ghost investigation there after it closed down. So they still had all the sets up. You could see the bloody bodies laying on the ground. Right. And we're there talking to a flashlight saying, if you're here in the room with us, turn that flashlight on. And then I look through the the closed doors. Right. And I I, I could see a hospital. I could see the lights on and everything, this hospital at night. And I'm like... Oh, that's worse than where I'm at. That's terrible. Oh, the fact man. that we're doing this and they have this haunted house right across from there. Is that in Twilla? Twilla. Yeah. yeah. Twilla. Is it popular, though? That it's a do weird people, place. Do people want, want to be touched? <laughs> Thanks to all the listeners out I, in Twilla. I think that... Um, I mean, just location-wise. <laughs> whether they like it or not, this is where the industry is going. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I think it's just, like, it, it, it's just like with the movies. Everybody wants bigger, badder, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's... The same thing's happening with the haunted attraction industry. Yeah. So whether you like it or not, it's it, it's coming. Well, I can't imagine. It's here. <laughs> I can't imagine being 17 and being like, hey, date, 
let's go to this haunted house where they could take you, they could kidnap you for two hours and throw you in a cage. Because that's not my definition of a good time. Well, and okay, it's, it's also varying levels too. Like I mean, you get to something like Castle of Chaos and they have very strict rules uh, about, you know, you can touch them here, here, and here, and you can move people here, here, and here. You just basically separate them. But I did think about that when, when people would come through. That's the one I actually volunteered in was the Castle of Chaos. And people would come through and they'd just be separated from their group. And I was like, I'd be like, I'd hate that. Yeah. But on the flip side, you have like those extreme haunted houses like McKamey Manor, I think it is, or something like that. Yeah, right. Where they, I met him. Did you? Yeah, he's crazy. He is crazy. Okay. So yeah. wait, I want to know the yeah. history because okay, I don't so know anything about this. Basically, this guy, yeah. um, I don't know, Bob McKamey, I don't know his name, but uh, yeah. Mr. McKamey. He runs this haunted house, and there's, like, a waiting list of, like, thousands of people waiting to go in there. And it's a haunted house that can last up to, like, eight hours. What? And they torture you. Excuse me? I love paying for this. They lock you in. (laughs) No, that's the thing. It's free. He does not charge people. And he videotapes the entire thing. Okay, I've seen this movie. No, that's what it sounds like. (laughs) No, well, there really was a movie that came out, uh, what, a couple of years ago? I can't remember the name of it now. Oh, my gosh. But it was really about people going across the United States trying to find... The American Scream. Yeah. Or something like that. No, that, no, actually, that was about home haunts. Yeah. 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 Which, that was great, by the way. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, but McKinney Manor, it's free, but you go in there, and they literally will, like, lock you in cages and cover you in fake blood, and... is this the one where people are doing really inappropriate stuff? They can. Yeah. And then... You you really sign everything away. Anything. It's just, like, disgusting. They can be weird things, but they also have rules. Like, I, I went through and read the rules and stuff like that, and it said things like, no foul language will be permitted. What? Uh, yeah, that's what it, it's we can a, throw you into a uh, you know into a freezer and gag you, but yeah, don't you dare no swear. No swearing, <laughs> and like you know you can't touch the actors. They can touch you, but you can't touch them. And they said you know nothing sexual. Like it was very kind of like these are the rules we've set out. But the fact that him and his wife run it, and it's this torture chamber. They like put you in water, practically waterboard you sometimes. But yeah. you basically go through the entire thing, and no, I don't know if people have made it through the entire eight hour experience or something like that. But you go as far as you can, and then you can tap out and leave. But apparently, like, they don't take your first couple times of wanting to leave. Like, well, I think they're still don't think anybody's made it through. Yeah. Wait, nobody's made it the eight hours. Hold on. Nobody. It's like a marathon haunted house then. Right, yes. right. This right. is a horrifying I mean, thing. But, you know, but I have a hard time calling these haunted attractions, yeah. really. They're, they're, they're becoming their own breed. Sure. And what was this one called? I, I, McCamey, this McCamey Manor. Manor. I, I call them more like, you know, like thrill houses or, you know, or... Or torture houses. To me, there's something different than haunted attractions. It I don't, does feel different. I don't like to even call put them in the same category. I really don't. Yeah. I, you know, well, it's basically I, like calling, you know, I don't know, Hostel a horror movie. It's like, that's, that's you no, know, that's no. not a horror movie. That's just torture porn. It's a great family film. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Hostel, Saw, they all have their own category, and you can't really put them next to Friday the 13th and Halloween. No. So what do you think of these uh, extreme... Uh, haunted torture mansions. What do I think of them? I, I'm really personally, and maybe it's maybe I'm just old. I don't know, <laughs> but I, I, I'm not a big fan of them. But I mean, if it's if it's what you're into, great. I just don't think that it's the same industry to me. Okay. I just think it's something different. Just like it's almost but hard. To, have, it's hard to say that escape rooms and haunted right. attractions but are the you've same. You've worked thing. in this industry. You care about horror. I mean, you're wearing a Night of the Living Dead shirt. Well, of course, you like this genre. Absolutely. Do you have to go once to try it out, or are you just fine? You don't really need to see what's going on. And I mean, you met the well, guy, so I guess if you want to go to it, I, you brought up Castle of Chaos, right. um, which you and I have both worked there. Um, that is really, I believe, is what their niche that they're going for now is the extreme, the extreme really? haunt. Yeah, they're they're about the only ones really in 
the state of Utah that really do have different levels of fear, meaning that beyond just kind of touching you as you go by, that they can actually you know, like throw a bag over your head and take you into another room and that kind of stuff. They, yeah, they, I think they have it's like the four levels of fear is something that they yeah. they pride themselves well, and, on. And one which thing is, they do, and I want to bring this up because I'm a parent, but uh, they have magic wands. You, you can pay extra for it and give a kid a magic wand. And the actors, it's a glow stick. Yeah. But the actors know that if the kid holds up the wand, they walk away. Booby gone or something like yeah, that. Something, something like that. Like that. No, so excuse me, what's it, what was that? I know. Yeah, the ghost be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I, yeah, I, I ghost that's be gone. What I heard. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, it was good because then, like, <laughs> you, could, you could bring these Booby kids gone. in and, like, you could bring your younger kids in and they could hold up the wand. And I saw some adults actually get it, too. But it's if you get too scared, you hold up the wand and the actors know, walk away. And I so have something like that in my escape room also. Oh, do you? Yeah. Because people... They never know what age is during. Okay. Yeah, that's anyway. the thing. How young? I mean, what is the cutoff? Like, if you see a eight-year-old, do you say, "Oh, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't be in here"? Is it thirteen? That's a great question. Really, it comes down to the rules of the haunt first. You know, they might have uh, no one under the age of eight, but most of the time, in my experience, it comes down to use your discretion. You know, really, if you've got that four-year-old that just does not care and he thinks it's the funniest thing in the world, uh, it, fine. But, you know, I mean, I I, I, well, mean, I see 23-year-olds go out of there, you know, traumatized. Yeah. Sure. So, I, you know, I don't really think you can put an age on it as much as you know your kid. Be a smart parent, you know? Yeah. I mean. Well, in, when I when I worked there, you had the coffin ride, and I was able to run ride. that for you while you were gone. Yeah. It was an animatronic coffin. You get people in the coffin, and then it's like it moves, and there's sounds, and there's smells, and you basically ride from the mortuary to the grave. What? And it was pretty good. Yeah, you still got the spill down pretty good. I was super yeah. claustrophobic. Oh, I had, oh my, yeah. I had my southern drawl and everything I did oh, when nice. I was But my kids came and visited me one night. They came by just to kind of see where I was up to. And there were, I remember there was a clown walking around with a baseball bat, and my son <laughs> freaked out. And this is in the entryway. Like, they didn't go in the haunt. They were just in the, we were in the entryway. But he freaked out so much that they, they still, to this day, talk about the clown with the baseball bat. Oh, yeah. And I told my son, he, he keeps saying, I want to go to a haunted house. I want to go to a house. I'm like, you're not going? Because these are expensive, son. And I'm not taking you until I know you're going to get my money's worth <laughs> and make it through the haunt. They are expensive. Well, why? Why? Well, you got to think about this. They've got approximately 32 days. And I say that because they even, they even you know, we're talking about weekends mm-hmm. and usually closed maybe one or two days a week. So with them opening up in mid-September now, mm-hmm. you've got approximately 30 to 34 days to make all of your money for a year. And okay. so they, just, uh, just if I may ask, do the people running these haunts, is this primarily what they do or do they have other jobs and this is kind of just extra stuff? I would say the ones that really, really take it seriously, this is, it's somebody, at least one person, mm-hmm. it's their full-time job. Because it is a full-time job. You've mentioned to me before that, you know, the people that are running the haunts, they start, like, preparing and getting stuff ready. November 1st. Yeah. Right. The next year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, Just what? I'm, planning rooms? Talking planning to- rooms. It, it's a lot about, um, okay, who are we going to work with next year? Do Am I a nonprofit or am I for-profit? If I'm nonprofit, okay, which sponsor is I going to get to? Because most of those sponsors that are going to give money, they do that in the first quarter. That's when money comes out. So I've got to be right on top of it right now and get the money from them. Um, okay, if I'm for profit, okay, I've got to I've got to make sure that I have all of now. I've got to do all my taxes. I've got to make sure that everything's right in right. line there. So, I mean, it's Jeez. it's a business, and, that, yeah. and that's that's where the industries went now. Instead of it being usually a, a bunch of guys, just now, all right, let's make yeah, a scary place. Yeah. So, how, is, yeah. how much does insurance cost at a place 
like a haunted attraction. Oh, well, is it pretty high? Because, I mean, it, there's a lot of liability involved, right? Yeah, you know, well, what will happen is you'll find that insurance companies start to, you'll find ones that will specialize in that. And, and, I'll, and I'll plug them. Donay Insurance is what I use currently at the escape room, and he's a big provider for a lot of haunted attractions where he understands the ins and outs of how much insurance you should keep, you know, and, uh, and you know, what, what, what makes everybody what makes everybody feel comfortable. And we're talking about city officials and, uh, you know, I believe this is a historic moment. This is the first time insurance has been discussed on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In an awesome way, too. (laughs) But no, it it is like it's it costs a lot of money to run these things. That's that's yeah, that's really where I'm going with all of this is that people what I see people do all the time is they're like, well, okay, how much you charge uh, per person? Oh, twenty dollars a person. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you put in what? I, it looks like you guys put like five hundred people through a night. Probably on the weekends you put through thousand or so. So they start going X numbers time twenty dollars. Oh my gosh, I should get into this. I'm going to make a lot of money. But, uh, well, that, and that brings uh, up the uh, question: uh, uh, then, How much days. does it cost to run a hunt? Like, where if, if someone was wanting to start a hunt, what kind of uh, capital investment? Capital? No, is that right? Uh, yeah, that, I that, see where you're going works. with that. Yeah. Money terms. How much do you have to put in? It, to start a haunted house, if you wanted to compete with the other people, in and it the depends okay. on a lot of variables. Though, yeah, but. there there definitely is a lot of variables right. to it. Down to uh, were you lucky enough to have a awesome creepy building in the family? Right, great, awesome. Now you're going to save some money. No, you're probably going to have to go rent that warehouse at approximately ten thousand dollars a month. Let's say that you wow. owned uh, you know a couple acres in Missouri uh, near Amish land. Forty. 40, 40 acres. acres. Okay. 40 acres. Yeah, sure. So I, I just I want to pitch this, okay? So Jacob okay. has 40 acres in Missouri. He's going to do a haunted house Oh, please. Rolling, in there. rolling hills and woods. Rolling so. hills and woods. Mm-hmm. How much Brand. is he going to have to have to set up a haunted house? A in couple it? million. Just what? Even though he has, yeah. he owns the land already. No, yeah, that, that's Even fine. with volunteers? Volunteers? Nobody does volunteers anymore. What? The volunteer area has kind of gone to the wayside. Are there unions now? No, not really union. <laughs> no, unions? no, no. You know, uh, actually, back east there are, there are really are wow. unions. Yeah. Wow, wow. Um, well, and this is maybe just bring this up then, because now I'm curious. Because when I was doing it, I at first I thought when I was going through haunted houses as a kid that you know these are all paid actors and things like that. But as I they couple, weren't at that time. Well, in a couple years ago, even when I was involved right. with it, it's like yeah, these kids just show up and volunteer and sign a list and get you know you get this room you get this room they get made up and they go do it and it's a fun little thing for a night and it's a volunteer thing it's mm-hmm. no longer that way well what really changed it is one a particular haunted house decided to start paying so where did everybody want to go oh. uh, they're like hey i can get a wage per hour going over to xyz haunted house okay and, and you want me to come here and volunteer no way i can do the same thing over there and i get a paycheck wow because that's yeah. I remember people were certain people were paid like that were regulars there because they wanted to make sure they had actors every night. But everyone else is volunteer, right? Yeah, there's just different ways that everybody tries to handle it, but it really is coming down to. Have you thought about filling these with robots? <laughs> you know what? That, that, <laughs> that, 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 it's called Westworld. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that, that that actually sounds like a joke, but it's the flat out truth that yep. that's what a lot of haunts are doing now. Like for instance, if you go to Nightmare on Thirteenth, uh-huh. they have a fantastic cast that works there, but they also have a lot of wonderful animatronics. Yeah. Which in the long run saves them money. Well, they, they're known for that. They have a lot of the animatronics. And right. even, even in the entryway, having the headless horseman, and then you go inside, and there used to be like that conversation with people. Have you been this year yet? I haven't been this year, no. Oh, boy. They've they've really stepped up their game outside. Yeah? Oh, man. And that's what I want to know. If I'm paying 20 bucks, okay, I'm tight with money. At least 20 bucks. If I'm paying at least 20 bucks, but I'll go to like Maverick, and I'll go get a discount sure, yeah. pass or something. That's what yeah, you do. Because that's what I do. I'm going to be in and out of there in 30 minutes. And so for me, it is hard to justify that cost. And I have yeah. to know that it's going to be a great haunted house. But think about this. 
you're willing, I mean, not you, because you get into all movies free now. Sure. But you pay 10 bucks for a movie. Mm-hmm. Double that, is that worth an interactive experience? I mean, live theater in general is very expensive. Okay, but I also kind of get scared. Like, <laughs> I just look forward. So you close your eyes. Yeah, huh? I close my eyes, the look forward. I'm like, that he's scared anyway. I'm like, so. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then that's why I'm in and out and so And I never quick. understood those people. Those people that beeline through the haunted house, I'm always like, you're not getting your money's worth. Enjoy the room for I feel a like bit. if an actor sees my fear and everyone else in the place would automatically know and they would come after me. You're, right? you're absolutely correct. Yes. Is that true? <laughs> that is absolutely Correct. How do they know? What's this little intercom system they're doing? No, they can no. smell fear. They can smell fear. Wait, what? It's, you have they're this whole new sense the that are, kicks in. Are there when you're cues? On the other. Are there cues that obviously you're going to go for like the girl if there's a, da- a couple or something like that? Right, but, that's racist. <laughs> but if, <laughs> but, if, but, but accurate, unfortunately. <laughs> but if there's a guy who you see is a little bit like, oh no, you're good. Let me hold on to you. You're fine. Yep, going for they you. They can see that. Oh yeah. Can I? How? I just want to share a quick experience at Rocky Point. This is one of my favorite moments ever at Rocky Point. Uh, We get through the haunt, and it's a group of us. I think there's like maybe four to six people. Like, we're all on dates. And (laughs) this one, this guy in a mummy costume, which they had really good mummy costumes. Yeah, they did. Like, you know, mummy costumes. Brendan Fraser kind of mummy, not like Raps mummy. Like, it's kind of a zombie mummy thing. It was. It was really based after that show. Yeah, and he was was walking kind of in the parking lot, and one of the girls got scared, and he saw it. Like, he, he kind of turned his head and looked at it. And he starts walking towards her. She bolts. <laughs> of course. He runs after her. And so then they're running around the parking lot. And it's really like, we're walking to our Carl Noma. and be like, ah, 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 like, all around the parking lot. So we get to our car. We get in. She's still running around. And then we're like, come on, get in the car, get in the car, get in the car. She comes running and like jumps over us in the back seat to get in the, in the back seat oh, wow. and closes the door. The door opens back oh. up, and the mummy reaches in, and she is plastered like on the ceiling of the car. Like, <laughs> and I remember I just went, like I, he was actually reaching over me to get to her. And as um, he kind of like started, you know, pulling back, I went, "Good job, man!" And he went Ugh, and kind of walked away. <laughs> well, yeah, that's well, right. Oh, so yeah. good. There's got to be a point when you're running away, going, "Oh wait, this is just some guy in a costume. What is he going to no, do when he finds she's me?" She's in like full panic attack. Yeah, at that some point. people. No, just, you're in fight or flight at that moment. Yeah, yeah you know, really, you're it's like adrenaline. Okay, yeah. you're 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 in a mental response state. And, Which brings and we, and we know that brings us to the actors slash volunteers. I think maybe right. when there were volunteers. I was maybe more scared of them because these were people <laughs> that were willing that were willing to take their weekends and dress up and just menace people. And oh, maybe yeah. now that they're paid, maybe it's just like, hey, it's just what I do. I put on makeup, yada yada yada. No, it's the same people. Well, yeah, that's okay, then they're just lucky to get a paycheck now. Who the heck are these people? Uh, hi, my well, name's Greg. It's Greg and Joel. <laughs> they've already, they've who, already told you it's Greg who are and Joel. These psychopaths. No. And I, I just went one night, but it's amazing to me. They're like a family. Like they're such a tight knit group in each one of these haunts. And I, I believe it was you, Greg, if I may steal your words. Uh, I believe you said there are two types of people that that it's, maybe this was you. Two types of people that are volunteering as actors in a haunted house. There's the actor's actor who wants to practice their craft, and they always stay in character. It's Daniel Day-Lewis of Haunted House. Basically, they're, they're <laughs> wanting to, extre- you know, their craft. <laughs> and then the others are misfits who don't really have a place, and so this feels like family. This is their home. Was that you that told me that? Well, you forgot uh, the perverts that Kent's afraid of. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. precisely. Kent is well, yeah, it's on, it's on the resume. You yeah, know, Kent are you a pervert? pervert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Do you really people? want to yeah. kill people? Yes. I, <laughs> no, but, but is that is there a screening process? Yeah, sure, there's there, there's a screening process. Tell Kent there's and really scary people. There. Now, again, <laughs> there's all, all sorts of different people that run haunted houses and haunted attractions. They they all have their criteria, but most, but honestly, the people that are really there. I can I can tell you that you're going to find that 99% of them 
are really harmless. I mean, it's just, it's, they're just acting. Ahead, they're just Kate. having a good Ask time. Ask about that 1%. It's the 1%. <laughs> is that 1%? About, okay. Yeah, it is the 1%. But you know what? The 1% is weeded out so quickly that they never make it very far into a season anyway. And it's really not that they're really going to go hurt you. And, and that's like in their mindset. It's just they might be a little bit too aggressive. They might have a little bit too much anger. And that's where if you run your place like a business and you have people that are put into place to weed out these type of things like you have casting directors mm-hmm. you have um you know you have acting coaches uh they notice these things real quick so what is the training experience like for anyone that's volunteering uh so usually what you'll do is it, it really happens honestly through word of mouth that's how people usually end up there okay hey man i work over at the haunted house do you want to work there i don't know yeah, well, you should come and try it. Oh, this is great. I love this. I oh, I want to do this, you know, and that's well, that's how it all starts out. You guys know. You guys know the wonderful sensation of scaring people when you can just hide in the corner and, like, someone comes around and you're like, bah, and like, bah. Yeah, we do that to our coworkers, it's our, so our much friends, you mean our family. Like when I put on a Venom mask and then people dr- drive by the haunted uh, wheelchair in Centerville and I would run out in the street and try to scare them? <laughs> yes. Stuff like that? Exactly. <laughs> it's like that, but they're paying for you to do that. It was right. so fun. I was in the vampire room. They made me up like a like a... It wasn't like a traditional vampire. It was like a, I had like blue makeup on my face and stuff like that. And it was so fun because we're just chilling. And then they're, they're like we hear the noise, meaning someone's coming around the corner. We'd all get in position and then just jump out and terrify them. Oh, yeah. It was it so fun. fun. But you know, then what? Well, do you just kind of back away quietly? Like, hey. You do. It's reset. It's, yeah. it's, re- it's just you, you, you go and reset. Well, in the room I was the in, you would, like, you'd interact with them. And like I'd circle them and stuff like that. And we had a couple vampires that kind of like circle them and stuff like that. And you interact with them. But, and some people would be like, whatever, just beeline through. And others would just cower. And it was so fun when you get those people in there that would really enjoy it. I just want to make a haunted house, especially for Kent, and it's nothing but bathrooms. <laughs> and then you have to put your hands in mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. That sounds terrifying, and I don't even know what you're going. You gotta, yeah. you gotta crawl. You gotta like shimmy under bathroom that? stall doors. No, okay, <laughs> that's gonna be what you have to do. If I could jump back to the money thing, because now they're being paid. Like okay. you, you mentioned, a couple million just to start, and that's for sets, for costumes, like. It's for everything, but yeah. once you've got that all set up, where does the bulk of the money go? The bulk of the money goes to paying employees. If you, Anybody that has a business knows just the, the wretched amount of taxes you have to pay for that. And then there's the upkeep. Then there's the, uh, the experience that the customer wants the next year. They want something new. They want something bigger. They want something better. Uh, very few haunted houses can keep the same attraction going every single year and have a fan base continually come back. Rocky Point? Rocky Point got to their got to a point where their sets were so amazing. Well, I mean, it was a full 4D experience. I mean, yeah. everything about their rooms made sense. Well, because like you walk into one room and you feel like you're in a tomb. And then you walk into another room, you feel like you're outside. But you're still in the same building. And right. I remember when they added the Pirates of the Caribbean room, it felt like you were on a ship. Like, it was literally the Pirates room. Pirates of the Scarabian. That's right, yes. But the room would move. Like, you <laughs> felt really like you were on a ship. laugh, but it was awesome. <laughs> it was really awesome. They had a Kraken. And they had really cool Well, David because Jones the room makeup. did room. Uh, the, the room did room. It roomed. It roomed. Uh, it roomed. Uh, and it did move also. Oh. It really did move. Man. So, yeah, so the whole thing was on uh, You mentioned upkeep. Do you get a lot of damage from people running into sets because they're so scared? Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, surprising, a lot of the damage actually comes from really excited actors, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they, they're doing anything to get the scare. 
I mean, okay. after a while, you're so excited. You're so full of adrenaline. You're like, okay, well, you know, maybe if I climb up here on this wall and I hang from the top of the rafters Not here stable. and jump down in front of them, <laughs> that'll really get them this time, you know? <laughs> and then, oh, whoops, I just put my foot through, you know, right. your, your sheetrock up here. Is there, I mean, are there, I mean, there are building inspectors. They have to build these to code, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, but a lot of them are just plywood mazes, but they all have, like, I guess what I'm asking is how safe are these places? Well, your fire marshal has to sign off. Okay. Isn't that what happened with Fear Factory? Well, they had such a hard time getting the fire marshal to sign off? Right. Yeah. That's, so if that's any peace of mind to you, know that the city official, I mean, when the fire marshal signs off for it, he's taking responsibility, mm-hmm. basically, when he says, yep, go ahead and open. He's taking responsibility that he says, yep. Yeah, this place I, is I went to one a couple years ago, and granted, the lights were off, the room was really foggy, but I ran into a giant spider web, basically <laughs> a big old net, and I literally could not get out. Wasn't that the the I think Honda you took Circus? a wrong turn. Yes. That was Strangling Brothers? <laughs> yeah. No, there was like a little uh, a little tunnel you could get under, like a big enough opening, but I was seriously just, I had no idea what to do. And so if there was a fire, I mean, I'd be toast. Sometimes, I'll, I'll be honest, there's some things that I'm really surprised do get signed off. I'm like, you okay. signed that off. Okay. So basically, if <laughs> that's they turn, not what I would have done, but yeah. if there's an emergency, they have to, you know, the lights would go on and you could clearly see the way out. Right. Did you yeah. ever have any major emergencies in your time in working haunts when they had to shut down the attraction or turn on the lights or anything like that? Nope. Not one. So it's all 27 years. Never. Wow. Nice. Never. But the that's people that I work good. the people yeah. that I work for and anybody that gets into the haunted attraction industry should have this mindset. First things first, customer safety. Second thing, you're, you know, or, or just uh, it's equal not first things ground. first. Make them wet their pants. Yes, that that is one of the top priorities. It that really is, is number one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, everybody what? everybody wants the golden statue. It's called you know the, you get uh, you get <laughs> you, you get the golden the golden award. That's what it is the golden yeah. award. If, if you made somebody pee theirself, yeah. <laughs> no, they have. A, I was going to yeah. say after it's over, I love it. yeah. after after the haunt is over, like they actually do all get together. At least I don't know if all the places do this, but I knew Rocky Point did it. Didn't yeah, and the sure. Castle yeah, they had, did it. They, they had the but, ceremonies. Yeah, they get they get in the back and they all get together and they give out awards for like, hey, because they have you know the supervisors walking around and seeing what's going on. So they're like, hey, best scares of the night go to this room and this person. You know, great job with your acting. And they give out awards, which is like you know candy and soda and things like that. And it's cash. Just, they give out cash too, yeah. but it's all these awards at the end of the night, and I believe they did have a golden, uh, yeah, golden yeah, statue yeah, award. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. It, it, some of the haunts did that. I mean, it, it was more of a running joke, but like, oh, you got the golden award tonight, you know? And they bring it up because they'd have like a little rally after and talk about who was the best actor of the night, best room of the night. I mean, there was a lot of little incentives that they give out. Anything from candy bars to soda pop to cold hard cash. Uh, one of my proudest moments, if I may, uh, we do. when I was in Portugal, they don't really do Halloween over there. So we decided we were going to do a little spook alley. So up on the stage in the church, we like built, like we just basically took file cabinets and put blankets over them. And all we really did was just jump out and scare people. Like one guy like had black makeup and like, you know, hid in a corner with a scythe. And then I was under the table, like we'd grab people. We had them crawl under a table and I'd grab their arms. It was really pathetic. And we had, we had, but you probably scared the death out of them, didn't you? There was a puddle. Yes. <laughs> At the end of it. I don't to this day I don't know who it was, but there was a puddle and we were pretty sure we'd made someone wet themselves. Um, oh, and uh, last year I went through with a, a guy from Israel. And he's like, "We don't have these here." <laughs> and no. this is the weirdest thing. And he went on the the tour that I was talking about that I went on the tour across the United States. He went to all these number one haunted houses yeah. uh, and He's like, I just, I don't get this at all. <laughs> well, okay. So now you've toured the country. You, yes. You've visited a bunch of haunted houses. So what are some of your favorite haunts? Like ones you, both in Utah and outside of Utah. 
Oh, you know, can you say? I, it, it's hard for me to say in Utah here. Well, which ones have you worked for in, in Utah? Uh, okay, well, the ones that I've worked for in Utah, um, it in be, one form or another, it could be just like even volunteers or not even volunteers, but like con- contributions and things like that. Uh, basically, it, it really, I spent a lot of time with Rocky Point Haunted House, then Castle of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the two that I. Uh, that I spent time with um, never there's, institute, there's, there's, of <laughs> institute of terror institute of terror yeah no kidding yeah. you know Old school <laughs> yeah well you know that's that's nightmare on 13th yeah they changed yeah. the name you yeah. know after 9-11 really yeah that's why they changed their name yep. oh, because that makes of sense. using the word terror terrorism interesting at least that's the rumor, you know. No. See and see how rumors start, and now I believe it like it's gospel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why they did it. Joel. When, I, when I read the story of Rocky Point online, when it was like you know two brothers, and then one of them drowned in a vat of paint, and then the building burned down, and things like that, and it's all haunted. I totally bought into that hook, line, and sinker. And oh yeah. And it wasn't until a little bit later that I think it even Wait, that's that story. not true because that's what I read too, and I was like, "Whoa, that's cool." Yeah, not true. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot of stretching of truths, sure. Right? Like, Which is that's the whole point. You build an atmosphere. Like, but anyway, a person died here. No, actually, they just visited, you know, <laughs> and they died later at home. They yeah. died. A person so, yeah. here died. Favorite hunts <laughs> around the country. Uh, one of my favorite ones that I went to is the Thirteenth Gate in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, so it's just like a kind of a, a Cajun. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, st- you want to stereotype? So no, no, no. Where yeah. would you like to go with this? No, I've been. <laughs> yeah, I've been there's lots of options. Yeah, no, it's yeah, like it what is that? No, it's the French Quarter. There you go. It's yeah. like, is it a French Quarter themed? No, no, no? it's not. Um, no, they they actually they have a couple of attractions there. Their main one, and I I've just and when you hear me say this, you'll you'll know how much this means. I have never seen such detailed sets in my life. Really? For example? Were, were they sets or just like real location kind of stuff? Again, when this it was like throwback to Rocky Point Haunted House. When you walked into these rooms, you felt like you were there. You felt like uh, one of their big themes was around Jack the Ripper. Oh, oh, cool. Now, you walk in and you can, it looks like you're looking down the streets of London. So gaslighting and, and everything. Yeah, and I mean, all of this. I mean, and, and, and you walk by and you're like, this is all oh my in, gosh, indoors. that's a lot of detail down that hallway. And I'm not even walking that way. And it looks like all these streets of London, you know, back in, you know, the 1800s. And then you realize what this haunt has done is they weave you back and forth through the haunt. So you kept keep on going down farther and farther through that alleyway. Uh-huh. And it was just absolutely amazing. But it wasn't, I mean, they had all sorts of different themes. That That was just part of it. Uh, one of the rooms that they had just blew me away is an Evil Dead room. Oh, so if you've awesome. seen the show Evil Dead, and yes. I'm talking about the new one, you could you, you might as well just combine both of them. Sure, it, it right. doesn't matter. But either way, um, you walk into the main room, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the cabin. Holy crap, I'm in the cabin. Nice. And all of a sudden, boom! All all the the shutters blast open, and uh, doors fly deer? open. And what's that? Did they have the laughing deer? They, they did have a deer. It was not laughing. Oh. I wish, I wish, but they did have a girl coming out of, out of the, the, the cellar, out of the, yeah, out of the ground cool. there. And you had to walk right by her. I'm not, I was just scared. To How that. can they do that with rights and things? Like, do, would they have to pay for the licensing on that? Like, I don't know. Because that seems a little, <laughs> as long, as long a lot as of attractions like, really just evil death in there. Yeah. You know, evil death okay. room. We're good. Yep. So what was that one called Michael again? Mayers. You know, yeah, Michael you know, Mayers. <laughs> Terrifying. What was that one called again? Uh, this Rouge? one was the 13th Gate in Baton Rouge. 13th Gate. Baton Rouge. I really Baton can't Rouge, say that. Louisiana. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. Well, it's the capital of Louisiana. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, Thanks, Joel. now this was, <laughs> again, going back east, this is my first time going on hayrides. Mm. And one that was just absolutely awesome was the Headless Horseman Haunted House in Ulster Park, New York. All right. I like it. I like oh, the man. theme. Oh, man. 
get into this little hayride and like, oh, this could be fun. And then they're taking you through these old towns that make you feel like you're, you're like in the middle of Sleepy Hollow. and Real old you know, towns? No, no. I mean, they built them all. Wow. But it's just like, oh, my goodness. And you're, do you ride in the, hay, the hayride the whole time or do you get out and walk at all? Uh, they, they had haunted attractions there also. They Everything, um, and you want to talk about expensive, uh, haunted attractions start there at 40 to $50. Wow. I'm out. No, you wouldn't be <laughs> out because I'll tell you why. Because it's like going to it's like going to an amusement park. It's like all walking them, onto a movie, Kent. Come on, you, well, yeah, you don't just go cool. do one thing. They have multiple attractions. All of these haunts do. They have the hayride. They have, but it's one price uh, for uh, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, haunted attraction one, haunted attraction two that you go to. Uh, I mean, California Adventure. Exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. just it's like going to the Disneyland of haunts. I've never been to, been to Disneyland since they put the back, what since they got rid of the Back to the Future. Right? I haven't been there. No, that's you know, what? studios. <sighs> He's getting confused. <laughs> he's too All excited. Right, what's, oh what's next? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, uh, uh, well, one thing, one thing I want to bring up too is they have they have a haunted house up here. Uh, that the, this is the place monument, right? Oh yeah, I've heard about that. I've never been to that. It is bizarre because you're walking through like these old pioneer homes and they have them kind of spooked. Isn't out. that church ran too? And it just seems it, weird. It, it's a, it's a little bizarre because okay. like they have like old pioneer clothes on wire hangers and it's creepy. Yeah, but I remember there was one part when you're walking through. And this guy has a lantern. He's trying to set the mood. And he's like, stay on the path. You need to stay. And he tripped and fell backwards and swore. Wait, he swore? Stay he on swore. the path. Not like and me. And then he, he got, he, but he, no, then he got back up and like went, yeah, stay on the path. Oh, staying in character. Good job. You know, I guess. But after tripping. But then we were like, that was so funny. And then all of a sudden I just hear, and this horse runs full gallop. This black horse runs full gallop right by me with a headless horseman on it. Oh, nice. It terrified me. And it was even after this moment of like breaking character that made us laugh, and then this horse flew by, and I don't know. Got you, got you right back in the. You're really afraid yeah. of the headless horseman, aren't you? Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. Well, you would have loved uh, the headless horseman uh, at uh, in, in New York. The reason we were there was uh, Sydney was saying hi to some friends that have been in the industry forever, and so she allowed me to come be the photographer with her as she went and did this. So right. When we went there, uh, the owners, uh, Mike and Nancy, said, you know, don't don't get a hotel. Why don't you just stay on site here? What? In the house that was built in the 1700s. Oh, man. So, this is awesome. Yeah. I would love that so, yeah. so much. So there's that. I stayed there nice. uh, overnight. Outside is this horse just screaming all night long with this animatronic headless horseman. It was really scary until about three in the morning. Then it was just flat out annoying. I bet. You know, I'm like, please turn that off. Yeah. And but, then, then they tell you, it was never on. In yeah, the first that's what she says. <laughs> no, but, there hasn't been an animatronic horse here for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but to top it off, she this this guest house for us to stay in, she decorated the house too. Oh, man. There's like all these dolls with eyeballs missing out of it. No, like, well, this will be a nice. This will be a nice sleep tonight. I love it. You're my like, I'll just, I'll just go to Comfort Inn. It's cool. my wife. Yeah. yeah, Comfort Inn sounds really nice yeah. right now. Yeah, continental breakfast. Yeah. Uh, let me finish off with. Uh, I have a few of them on here, but I will finish off with Netherworld in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And so Georgia, New Orleans, and New York are kind of yeah. Uh, do you know, have, have you heard of Netherworld? And I'm going to be really sad if you haven't. Netherworld, the haunted house, or yes. Netherworld as in from Insidious? No, not that Netherworld. No, no, no. Uh, the haunted attraction, Netherworld. No, I never no. heard of it. Okay, you got to look it up. Um, looking it up now. Yeah, Give looking me, it up right now. Look up Netherworld. Uh, it is the most... Uh, it's the most amazing attraction in its in 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 particular rights in in the fact that I've never seen that many animatronics in one place. Really? really okay. Uh, it, it was it was one piled on top of the other, but in some sort of awesome way that 
It was just like massive sensory overload. You could not take it all in. Really, after walking through that, just with me being in the industry for a long time and kind of knowing the prices of animatronics, I think after taking, you know, being in there for about a half an hour, I, I had to have been well over two to three million dollars in animatronics. Wow! It was just I, I'm like, this is just absolutely insane. Yeah. And this is this is one that's always featured on like Travel Channel and you know History Channel is like Netherworld, the place to go. You know, and then well, oh, and man. the one you see, like, have you been to that one? Oh shoot, I just blinked on the name of it. It's the one they, they have all those pictures of the people being scared. The one in Canada, I think it is, or something like that. Oh yeah, like, yeah. What, do you remember, have you seen that one or heard of that one? No, I haven't been to that one. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's got that famous picture. It has a whole series of pictures where it takes a picture of people at a certain time in the haunted house. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen those. Looks. They're all over the place. Yeah, and, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a haunted house in Canada. And from what I hear, and this is a spoiler alert, from what I hear, that moment in the haunted house, they actually have a car rolling down like a little hill at you. And it's, it's obviously got a cable. It's going to stop. But the lights come on and it comes right at you and like slams into something. And that's the moment when they take the picture. And then it honks like on uh, Terror Ride at Lagoon. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> well, seriously, that haunts me to this day. The worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. Greg, back to, to your experience when you're running these places. What's the weirdest crap you've seen guests or, or staff do? Great question. Especially with the weird behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, like, like I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, there was this one guy who like lit punched himself one on of our fire or, or yeah, punched yeah. an employee or like what? Oh, oh well, yeah. I, I, I swear that's like initiation to get punched at least once. <laughs> you know, because you're really, not allowed to touch them. They're not allowed to touch you unless you sign the waiver that they can shoot. But you still, you can never touch one of the actors, right? Well, really, yeah, you're not supposed to. Third date, you know? maybe. I mean, um, What's that? Nothing. No, okay. Bad jokes. <laughs> Third base is what you mean. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Family friendly. No, well, you just you get some people that are just jumpy. They just are, you know? And and I've I've had people before they go in the haunts, hey, uh, I might just punch somebody. And I'm like, well, yeah. then don't come. Why would they do that? No, you know, well, some people, they're just, you know, it's just it's just reflex. They, you know, you scare them and... Or it's and, a way to cope with, with being scared. Yeah, that's it's just like, how they do. They're just, you know, there's just the automatic, you know, fight or flight. They're just yeah, like, but oh, I heard, got to protect myself. The story know? I heard, I heard one when I was working actually at Casa Chaos, was that right. a nightmare in, girl on Nightmare on 13th, a girl got punched in the face full on by a guy and like knocked her tooth out and stuff like that. It, it's happened. I'm like, what I the mean, heck, man? Like, really? You know, I, you know, you, well, you get people sometimes that are intoxicated, you know, and yeah. Usually, honestly, those... In Utah? In Utah. I know. Nobody drinks here. I don't know what I'm even talking about. I'll take that all back. No. Uh, just, you know, they don't mean to. Most of them don't. You know, sometimes you get the jerk, you know, but most yeah. of the time they don't. And, I mean, one of the best, you know, punches I ever got was from a girl. Just, I, I was a vampire, jumped out. I'm going to suck your blood. Whack! And like right in the nose, like clocked me. I'm like, did you break character? Yeah, I did. Actually, I'd like, <laughs> you know, the path. I, I, I know. <laughs> you just like turn oh, around and walk away. Lot. Stop that. You no. know, I'm, I'm a volunteer. <laughs> yeah, and my I nose did. is bleeding. <laughs> it went something like that. Actually, pretty close. I'm just, I'm like. Pardon me, I'm an actor. Uh, that was a real nose you just hit, and that hurt. And that's the door there. If you need to exit right now, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was, it really hurt, man. Not bad. She, was, she was, she was, she clocked me good. But yeah. uh, <laughs> no, some of the funny things that I see yeah. there, there, there. Well, there's a few things. Okay, I'll start with funny things. Uh, the best was probably about a 300 and something pound um, African American guy bolting out, crying, <laughs> crying. <laughs> Screaming, crying, <laughs> and he's got his girlfriend, this little, probably like five foot two, 
you know, 120 pound uh, girl under his arm like a football, <laughs> running, <laughs> just screaming, just bolting past us. You got the chainsaw guy right behind him, <laughs> you know, and he's just man. Was that he, a rocky he, point? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He he, <laughs> he, awesome. he was gone gone in two <laughs> That's seconds. Awesome. Wow. It's like, That's wow. got to be a badge of honor. Well, to, yeah. to and do and that. I have to say this too. At Rocky Point, it's the last thing. You're in, uh, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then you get to this end, and you're in a school, and there's lockers on both sides. Yeah. And the chainsaw guy comes out at you, and there's no exit. And you don't know this, but there's a there's a, a wall that if you press on it, it will open up, and usually yeah. he'll corner you so you press into it and then go back. But <laughs> you walk down this hallway, you think you're trapped, and the chainsaw guy's coming after you, and there's no way out. It's awesome. It was oh, yeah. awesome. That is cool. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah, what's another funny one? So, uh, God, you know. Really, you know, a lot of them really, the funny things just come down to scares. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if really if I can pinpoint a whole bunch of really funny moments just as much as sometimes you just, when you scare somebody really good and just seeing the reactions. And and for an actor, when you scare a guy, <laughs> especially if it's a big, huge man. Like yeah. six foot two. Yeah. yeah. Those, those, are your, those are your favorite moments. A beard. Six foot two, facial hair, <laughs> little yeah. shady. Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> those are your favorite ones. I mean... A lot of the girls are given, you know, given, you know, you're like, yep, yep, I'm going to scare her. Yeah, she's already terrified. She doesn't want to be here. Her boyfriend brought her because he just wants her to snuggle up with him the whole time. That's yeah. why he came here. It so, always, always bugs me too when people go through and they're just like, they're set to prove how not scared they are. I'm always like, what? Why are you paying to be here? Exactly. I'm like, so you're set to waste your money. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your 20 bucks. Have a nice day. Right. Well, what about like most, is there like a most like shocking experience or like something that's maybe just like burned into your memory forever that you're like, I wish I could forget that, but I never will. Brigham city, Rocky point. Okay. So this is old. Okay. So this is a building that, um, that Scott Crabtree, uh, the original owner, and he, he just kept building and building onto this gorgeous, wonderful, scary as heck building. So we're, we're acting, it's, it's all done, and there, there's 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 multiple levels into this uh, in this building. Well, I, I'm playing vampire, I think that night or something. But for some or whatever reason, I needed to go down into the very very bottom of the basement to get something. Nobody knew I was in there, so they turned off the lights. Oh, jeez. Oh, now again, everybody, you got to remember this isn't plywood. You know, uh, we decorated and put some paint on the on the walls here. No, these were the real walls of the place. This place was just terrifying in the first place. Ugh. They added on a few things to make it even scarier. But you're so, dressed as a vampire, so if the, you were to actually see a ghost, be like, it's cool, man. It's just me. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> what's up? Game. We're friends, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but <laughs> so and he punches you in the nose, and you're like, I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah. I'm an actor. And then there, there that girl was back. She yeah. didn't get no. <laughs> so, come on. Yeah. <laughs> we actually brought her in here today, Greg. <laughs> oh, it's you. All right. <laughs> nose is healing. Uh, still, uh, so you're stuck no. in the basement. So it's I'm pitch stuck black. in the basement, and I really had to do what you're told to do if you're in a place with all the lights off besides sit there and wait right. is to put your hand on the wall and follow it until oh. you get to doors. Oh. All right, here, I think I'm close. Yeah. No, no, that's a closet. Okay, all right, let's... No, that's the elevator that doesn't work. Uh, oh. Okay, stairs, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was stuck down there for quite a while. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's burnt in my head forever. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Man. Any other crazy stories you've heard about? Oh, other crazy stories I've heard about is, well, a question that a lot of people ask is, well, are these places really haunted? I've heard that. And some of them are. Like, you know, if you Pennington believe Asylum, kind of I assume, would be a little bit haunted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. What one? Penhurst Asylum in oh. Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. So my experience that happened there was, I mean, we're just out in the grounds. This is the middle of the day, you know, like four o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, 
sun's out, beautiful, nice day. Uh, so only a few of the buildings are actually, uh, do you have the ability to go into because the other ones are just so, uh, they're just so dilapidated. You can't go in them anymore, right. but they're still amazing to walk by cause they're so creepy and scary. Well, I walked by this one and I just get like a little lightheaded. I'm like, Whoa. And you can see them kind of look over at me, you know, like with this half smirk on their face. <laughs> I'm like, wow, man. I said, that's a creepy building. And, yeah, and if you know that. anything about paranormal, you know, a lot of times when people are having a, a moment that they'll get maybe like a little lightheaded or something, you know, it like kind of messes with you a little bit. And I know a little. I, I think it's animal nature. I think it's the instinct where, you know, hey, I shouldn't be here. Right. I should turn around. So I said, so what's that building? <laughs> oh, that's the hospital. That's, yeah, you know, when they did electroshock therapy, things like uh, that, you know? Yeah, a lot of things happened probably in that. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> creepy. Yeah, and you're all, so, let's go in there. Yeah, Man. so, yeah, that that was fun. Pennhurst Asylum was probably uh, known for the most paranormal activity. Cool, yeah. Um, that and uh, Eastern States Penitentiary. Yeah, Man. that was fun, too. I'm just saying, uh, Asylum 49, I was, t- this is going to sound weird out of context, but I was touched by something. And uh, deep inside, in your deep heart. inside, or tracing down my back. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a bit strange. And no one there. Then? No one there. Yeah, yeah. yeah and was, stuff. Um, Things happen. I, I was going to ask this. Just it was fun. And, and and then you know, uh, Jacob with his forty acre one that he's doing. What makes a good haunt? Like what what can what makes a good haunt when you're creating one of these? What do you really need and what do you really want? Well, to me, is if you're going to bring people to your attraction, they're coming there. Just like with theater, just like with film, is your moment to escape from reality for a moment. So, believability to me. You know, if you're hmm. going to go into a room, finish that room from top to bottom. Make sure that they really feel like they've went into that evil dungeon or they've really went into that vampire room. Make sure your actors are trained. Uh, you know, I mean, really, just don't leave anything forgotten about. And there's so many okay. haunts that do that. All right, that's good. And I mean, with with haunted houses, and I, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say so many haunts do that. There are some that just do some basics, and right. that doesn't mean they're not going to get customers. They they probably still will. I've just got to start somewhere. But you know, do you want people talking about your place when you're gone after they've left, and you want them saying good things, right? Or do they want to say, well, uh, I went to a haunt last Friday. I I, I don't know. Yeah, guess I'll go next year maybe because that's what we do. But then it seems recently too, like you know, haunted house has been around for a long time, but it seems recently that escape rooms have become the new thing. Right. Why is that? I don't know. Uh, no, no, really. No. <laughs> you should probably know. <laughs> no, no, really. Um, I think that it just seemed like the the natural thing to do. They were they were two separate things. Mm-hmm. They didn't. I don't really. I really wouldn't say they came from haunted houses, but the haunted attraction industry picked up on these because okay, there's these themed rooms. We have themed rooms. Wow. What if we put like some clues and puzzles in here? We could make this an escape room. Hey, wait a minute. I can make money actually in February too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's wait, do that. So, are these seasonal? Are these themed for Halloween, for example? That's the beauty of these escape rooms is that they're not necessarily themed for just Halloween experiences. Okay. It's more. Uh, it's more of a choose your own adventure. They can are, be open year round. Yeah. So. Yeah. Year round. And the and one that I uh, that I have is open year round. The Great Room Escape in Layton is open year round. Yeah. It's open year round. We're open uh, six days a week. And we have bookings almost every single night, especially on the weekends. We sell out. And then and how much? How much are tickets for that? Uh, they're twenty nine ninety five to go to that. And then, of course, 
you know, just like any business, if you search around, I'm sure there's some discounts out there online. See, you know, so always look my biggest that. fear with this is not being able to conquer the room in an hour. And I would be a little ashamed. Well, you're not going to be in there by yourself, first of all. You need to remember that. It's <laughs> oh, not thank like, you. Okay, yeah. well, I've got all of these clues by myself. Uh, no, I mean, you'll have a group in there with you. Mm-hmm. And so we'll all lose together. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, you know, most of these uh, escape rooms have a pretty low success rate in getting out there. They really want, oh. You really want to be challenged when you're there. When The one I went to, uh, it was actually a trailer in a parking lot in American Fork. Uh, uh, there's a lot of portable ones, you know. But actually, it was it was it was difficult, and we were in there. It was a group of us. We were six, and there was another group of six in there with us. That was like a high school kids on a date. Oh wow, you had twelve in. The I one, think in the so. Trailer. I, think, wow. I think it was about that. It was, a, it was a lot of people, but at the same time, there's no way we'd have gotten out without those high school kids. Really? They, it was wow. hard, and it was like really complicated, and it was just they trying had to, to figure sacrifice out. two of them. <laughs> <laughs> we but, ate I mean, like, one. There were so many misleads and things like that. Like I was wasting my time looking through these books for clues, and then we found out that wasn't anything. And I sure, was like, red oh. herrings are a big thing in escape rooms. Oh, also. it drove me nuts. And you yeah. can't tell us anything about that because that. No. Give something away. Well, so yeah. you purposely throw distractions no. at people. So sure, focus on that. Sure, that's, sure. That's I mean, there's got to be some fun. There's got to be some fun in it. You know, uh, I, I I did one in um, in Missouri, uh, I, and I've got I've got all these letters. Missouri, yeah. Missouri, in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, I'm at uh, I'm at I'm at uh, Trans World Haunted Attraction um, Convention. Okay, and I'm actually doing one of Great Room Escapes. Uh, room escapes. <laughs> uh, we they they were on display, and I'm trying to figure out this this message. I've got all these letters, and I finally figured out. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, P O I N T L E S S. Hey, you guys, it, it says pointless, pointless. <laughs> you guys remember that? It's pointless. And they're all looking at me. Greg, do you realize what you just said? <laughs> yeah, pointless. Oh, oh <laughs> I hate all great. of you. I hate all of you. <laughs> um, so, but you know, there, there's usually only just a couple of red herrings in there. But you know, which is got to have a little. little Ken kind of talked about this for uh, Bacon Sale is going to be going to the Great Room Escape, and we are going to in Layton. In Layton, yes. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the contest. Oh, we're going to tell them now? We're going to tell them right now. All right, all right. All right. All right. Uh, you can win the you opportunity. You made it to the end, you listener. The Good end. job. Congratulations. <laughs> you did you not fast hear. forward. We, 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 we watched. Yes, exactly. Somehow. We are going to give you the opportunity to win a chance to go to the Great Room Escape with Bacon Sale. Kent, Jacob, and I are going to go with you and a friend to the Great Room Escape, and we're all going to try to escape together. Yep. So Greg's going to give tickets to us and you and two of you. Yes. Yes. So what it's going to be, you're going to have to look at our Facebook page. It's going to be a caption contest. We're going to post it after the show has aired. But keep an eye on our Facebook page and then also on the Great Room Escape Facebook page as well. They have a Facebook page, right? Absolutely. Yes. And so we'll be posting the contest there. More details to come. It's going to be a fairly quick turnaround because we want to get this, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah, for the Halloween season especially. It's going to be soon. We're going to go with you. And then we are actually going to record a bacon bit about our experience at the Great Room Escape. And we'll probably talk about our experiences with you. We will definitely be talking about you. I'm going to get punched in the face. Probably. How come? Yeah. <laughs> is the, that girl going to be there? She's or when you body shame Kent or yeah. whatever happens. She's not allowed. Yes. Yeah, so keep an eye. <laughs> you remember. This is a, I this still is, remember her. We're, we're very happy Greg gave us this opportunity to do this giveaway. And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there. And we're going to be happy about being there and not be <laughs> well, scared. Well, the question right, is, the question is, scared. Yeah, scared. That, that's, that's my question is, are you going to go to zombie or are you going to go to Houdini? That's oh, right. Yeah, I don't themes. know. The wait, 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 wait. There's different themes. What, what does zombie mean? It's zombie already. It's zombie. zombie. Self, self-describing in that, I think. Is yeah. there a zombie in the room? Maybe. You gotta, gotta wait to find even out. Answer that question. Houdini, it is. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to October. We're totally going to zombie. Yeah, you but, should really go to zombie. Oh, is it a cranberries theme room? 
Yeah, that would be great. That's <laughs> it. We, we actually play that in the background, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. You must uh, crack Any other your details on that, by the way? That's uh, it? Any other details on that, by the way? Uh, we'll keep an eye on our out. Facebook page. Keep an yep. eye on, on the Great Room Escape Facebook page. We'll be posting the contest. Uh, probably, probably the day you're listening to this. Yes, or maybe the day after. Yeah, I think they should definitely enter to win. And of course, I would never stop you if you wanted to come before that and go to greatroomscape.com and find out more. Yeah, there's my plug. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Exactly. Oh yeah, plug away because that's yeah. thing is if you if you if, <laughs> if you're interested, definitely go to greatroomscape.com. Check out what you know the schedule because they have you buy tickets and schedule a time to go. And this isn't. Can people just walk in? We do walk-ins usually on Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. Those, mm-hmm. you know, that's the day that I have staff there continually in the evenings. Well, actually, Saturdays we start as early as ten thirty in the morning, so, and we go all the way. So you won't be scared, Kent. It'll be daytime. No, yeah. still the lights will be off inside. That's, where's it, where's, it, sure, at, where's sure. it at in Layton? It's uh, it's five twenty-five Ring Road, and that's in Layton, Utah, eight four zero four one. I like to give the whole thing in case you want to put that into your maps. Right. But we are located in the strip mall that's right in front of the Layton Hills Mall, oh. right next to the Olive Garden. Perfect. I know where that is. It's yeah. where Blockbuster Music used to that be. Is where that Blockbuster is the exact yeah. room, but it, it, it was also, other people know it as, know it as uh, Tuesday morning. Yep. Oh, sure. Tuesday morning for a while. Yep. Is there it, like it, a higher success rate if there's more people? Uh, you know, I wish I could say yes, there is, but, there's but not it really there. depends on the caliber of people that you're bringing. <laughs> oh, crap. We're screwed. We are so screwed. screwed. <laughs> I can't put it any other way. Uh, you know? hey, Greg, you want to come with us yeah. on this? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, hey guys, it, look it, over there. Look, I, I'm an owner, so therefore, what do you think I know? I know nothing. Well, <laughs> you can know? you give us... I, was I don't say, work in the room. Can no, you no, give no. us an example no. of a puzzle or what a puzzle would be? Because like, people think this. They're think, I don't know if they can comprehend like kind of what you need to do. Okay. Well, there's anything... Well, we want to... You don't have to spoil any of the ones in the room. No, 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 like, no. That's yeah. fine. No, what I, I want you have to do. We we want to test you on lots of different levels. Uh, you want to test you, you know, maybe with your math skills. Maybe you know. Oh, no. you know, oh, that you was know, a bad one. There, there might be ones in that way, but but we're certainly not going to. Um, we're talking addition or subtraction. We're talking like long division here. Long division, of course. Man, uh, long is there any, no, no. any zombie challenges having to do with breaking into song? Because Joel can nail that one. Uh, we that's funny that you would say about breaking into song. What? Uh, because yes. there are things that can happen in this room uh, where there is a zombie in there. If he does infect you, so to speak, by touching you on the shoulder, right. there's a timeout zone that you have to go through to. There's um, a caretaker in the room. In order to get back into the game, she'll decide what silly thing you have to do to get back in the game. Oh, that's And great. I've seen <laughs> lots. I've, I've heard lots of different songs. I may, I may, I may be singing then. So you, <laughs> we're doing you, this. You very well could be singing. Yeah. But yeah, to go back as far as the puzzles on there, yeah, there might be some math on there. Other things are just: did you, did you open up all the books? Did you, did you look through these books? And did like you find secret- some puzzle pieces and then you put them together? Not everything is, you know, I have to figure these all out. It's just I found all the pieces and when I put them together, it tells me exactly what I need to do okay. to find the key. And are there like secret, you know, compartments and hidden latches and hidden buttons and things like that? Too? Oh yes, there are. Yeah, and you know, um, a lot of people are opening up escape rooms right now. They're 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 opening up all over the place. I think what really sets us apart, and this goes back to everything that I've been talking about before, is a fully immersive experience, a forty experience. You know, sight. You know, sounds, smells, you know, touch. Smells. Yeah, smells. And I mean that when I say that. I, you know, I. And he's not just talking about BO here. Yeah, not BO, no. <laughs> well, if I'm, no, tra- I'm trapped in a room for an hour. We are, we are. When yeah. you go into the zombie room. sweaty Kent over like here. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when we, I, I can give this one because this isn't really, you know, it's not giving anything away. But when you go into our haunted mansion, mm-hmm. I actually, when I was at Trans World uh, Convention, I actually bought the scent called Haunted House. 
and spray it through the room. Fog and machine it really and just, disappointment. Yeah, it smells like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fog machines and, uh, and it's sweaty it's people. like Aquadigio that Joel had in his pocket. Yeah, that's hey, right. It was or, cool water. Oh, okay. cool water. Yes, of course. Well, at least it wasn't Elsha. No. no, so, no. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I sprayed it around there and it just makes it have kind of like a little musty smell in there. You know, right. like it's old. And then I have different smells that I put in the uh, zombie lab. Ooh. You know, I mean, it's just, I really so want to mul- make sure. You're not just in one room. There are multiple rooms is what you're saying. Again, things that make us a little bit different from other attractions as well, you know, with these escape rooms, is most of them are uh, like an old office uh, that they just put you in there with, you know, a couple tables and and maybe a couple of locks and, and here's some clues and figure those out. When I tell you you go into a haunted mansion, it really feels like you go into a haunted mansion. They're full Hollywood sets. I have professionally trained actors. Mm-hmm. Everything about this room should really lead you to have the feeling that you just walked into an old mansion and now you Love have it. to figure out how to get out. Love it. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So yeah, look for the contest. We will be giving out tickets and you get a chance to <laughs> to do the great great room escape, but also hang out with Bacon Sale. I don't know which one you're more terrified of, but should be fun. <laughs> 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 Any other questions you guys want to say before we wrap things up? Greg, anything on your notes that you didn't get to that you really wanted to? You know, I, I, I think we really covered a lot of things about the haunted attraction industry. Just that, you know, it, it really has changed since the 80s. If it's been a while since you've been to one and even to the 90s now, not every haunted attraction that's out there right now is hands-on. Still, I went to Nightmare on 13th here just last week, and I'm actually going to go again tomorrow because I just love that place. It's great. Cool. Um, they still, uh, they, there isn't any hands on there it's still very traditional but you know just amazing amazing sets as usual yeah and so i love that room when you're walking and have a mirror where it looks like you're really high up oh my gosh that's that's such a great every effect. time my palms start sweating every time yeah yeah what i'm really saying is that there's still plenty of haunted attractions out there to meet whatever needs you're looking for you know if you want the extreme they're out there I think Castle of Chaos is heading towards that way to really give you a different type of thrill, you know, where maybe Nightmare on 13th is staying a little bit more traditional on on haunted attractions. So do the research. Really, you know, the the wonderful thing about technology these days is that you really can go onto the Internet and go to things like TripAdvisor or whatever and really find out what the consumer thinks about the place, not what the company is trying to, you know, what they want you to think about the place. Cool. All All right. Well, if you want to find me, you can find me at 786Joel on Twitter. Or you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to re- read my movie reviews, go to ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you want to see me on TV, go to KJS Channel 14 every Friday morning, 830. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. And Greg, where can they find you? They can find me living at the Great Room Escape because that's where I'm at all the time. Great room or you can also go to greatroomescape.com. And, um, of course, if you want to find out any uh, specific questions, you can always email us at info at greatroomescapeslc.com. Nice. Awesome. Hey, thanks again, Greg, for really coming on. Really appreciate it, Greg. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks this has for been, having me. Yep. Yeah, this has that's been Bacon Cell. I, I saw a really pretty ghost the other day, and I was haunted attracted to her. That's where I learned the wax on and wax off, and I yep. just lived my life like that since. Yeah. We're teasing it now. Great tease. Yeah. Yep. Podcasting. Hey, girl, this is Aquadicio. <laughs> I imagine they have to right. go through a pretty thorough vetting process, too, with the chainsaw guy. You would hope. I was right. Wolfman 3 last yeah. year. Yeah. I thought good. I wet myself, but it turned out it was just cologne. I totally just fanboyed. I mean, well, hold I, on. Back to people scattering their ashes <laughs> in the <laughs> haunted mansion. That is the weirdest crap I've ever it's heard. It's true. It's we can throw you into a uh, you know into a freezer and gag you, but don't you dare swear. No swearing. swearing.
movie gone. Hey, I'm doing good while getting scared. Yay. Have you thought about filling these with robots? You forgot I- the perverts that Kent's afraid of. <laughs> I just want to make a haunted house especially for Kent, and it's nothing but bathrooms. There was a puddle. Stay on the path. Clown with a chainsaw yeah. and chain link with sheets and blood. This is Kent's nightmare. Put a shark yeah. in there. I want to die. <laughs> Joel is very sick. How much NyQuil have you had? Pretty I close. love you. <laughs> I'm hoping by the end of the show, those lines are gone from the side of your face. We'll see. Never gone. Do people want, <laughs> want to be touched? Because that's not my definition of a good time. <laughs>